Let's get it. Yay. Today is a special day. Her. We are somewhere different. Yeah. This is what the people asked for. This is what the people asked for. They asked for a different space, so we did it. Yes. Period. Episode 10. Period. And I'm sure you all can see that we have somebody different here today. Period. Sir. Gorgeous George. Curious <laughs> George. The Magic Man George. The Magic Man Magic Mike. Jamie. We have George Stanton here with us today. What's going on? Thank you for having me. I appreciate yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Celebrating episode 10 with us. If you are watching on YouTube... Make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that bell. Comment thing. And if you are tuned, <laughs> and if you are tuned in on your favorite streaming platform, thank you for tuning in. Period. Okay. What's your name? My name is T. And I'm Lizzie. Period. Anyone say it again for the people? George. What's the first name? Stand yes, first yes, name. yes. Period. George, how you been, man? I've been doing really well. How yeah, been? long time no see. Yeah, it's really been a minute. Time. Yes. So we all met at school. Yep. Um, D to the U. DU. Dominican <laughs> University. Um, you graduated twenty twenty one, right? Twenty one, class okay, twenty one. So I I had to take an extra year, so I, I graduated. Which is twenty one? Okay. Yeah. Probably um, the worst class to graduate with, but it's okay. Yeah, mm. that was after pandemic. That was tough. It was. It was bad. Yeah, yeah man, they kicked us, kicked you all off campus. Had to drive all the way to Michigan with all your shit. Wait, did you go to Michigan? Yeah, I went all the way back home. Yeah. yeah. Detroit, Michigan, the house. Yep. Shout out to Born Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all call it the D? Yeah. D-Town. I thought it's called D-Town, right? It's called D-Town. Not D-Town. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, no, it's everything, everything's not Chi-Town. I thought it's, it's just called... It's just Detroit D. From... Yeah. No, because in Big Sean's song, he say, from the D-Town to the DMV. Yeah, all these bad... Maybe because that... Big Sean be around... Drug dealers and shit, so okay. they probably just speak a little differently okay. than George, a uh, modest, great man right I mean, here. Maybe D-Town is the thing. I heard it, but <laughs> maybe, anyway. I don't know. I don't know. But, man, tell us about your upbringing. Um, yeah, so born and raised in Detroit. Um, came to Chicago in 2016 for college. Um, but before then, you know, I went to middle school. Detroit High School, suburb of Detroit called Gross Point, Gross Point South High School. And then you know, I was really big into soccer. Like, that was what I thought I wanted to do yeah. um, professionally. So, you know, from fifth or sixth grade is when I decided, all right, like, I want to, you know, I had a best friend at the time that was really into it. So he got me into it. So I was like, all right, this is what I want to do. So I played um, in middle school, like, equivalent of AAU basketball, like club soccer. So I mm-hmm. uh, played in middle school and then got to high school and then I got recruited to play at Dominican. Yeah. Um, but that didn't last too long. I got, uh, I had a physical issue um, that was kind of building up gradually over time. And by mm-hmm. the end of my freshman year, um, it got to the point where, you know, I, I, I kind of lost my passion for playing mm-hmm. um, because it was just, I couldn't play as well anymore because of the issue. Um, it was like my my feet. Uh, one of my arch. One of my uh, feet is flat. Yeah. One is arched. Yeah. So it was off like the equilibrium of yeah. my body. So I had like <laughs> ankle pains, back pains yeah. after playing all, all that. that. So after my freshman year, I quit. Um, and that gave me so much time, um, so much you know free time. As you know, playing a college sport mm-hmm. is very time consuming. Yeah. Um, so after I stopped playing, I had so much time on my hands. <laughs> that I started getting back into uh, magic. I had gotten 
gotten into magic in the fifth or sixth grade, <clears throat> but didn't start taking it seriously, like super seriously until um, after I stopped playing soccer. Um, so with all that free time, I kind of got back into it. Um, and, you know, I decided I wanted to pursue it professionally in like maybe late 2017. Um, and so from there, it's been a upwards journey. Yeah. Um, what was it, five years later? And I, well, I started doing it full time, became full time April 2021. So it's been a journey. <laughs> yeah, speaking of magic, that's why, that's why I thought you'd be a great guest to kickstart this milestone week, episode 10. You know, bring some little, some entertainment to the people. Yeah. Bro, you got your cards, man? What I you? Do. Because I know you probably didn't elevate it because all you was doing was a lot of card tricks on campus. Yeah, so that's interesting because so you guys are, were were there. like Yeah, from the beginning, the beginning like yeah. When I first started, so I guess you guys have seen the growth, so to speak. Yeah, uh, it's funny I, because <laughs> when, when George first started, I used to watch this show called um, The Mass Magician. Mm -hmm. And when George first started, when he showed me his first magic trick, I said, man, I'm going to get it. I know I know the magic trick. I um, remember this. Yeah. You, I, you told me you and your dad. Yeah, would, we would, watched it. We watched that. Mass Magician. I said, George, this ain't no magic trick. What you talking about? Then he did it. I said, bro, <laughs> what just happened? I couldn't keep up. Like, because on Mass Magician, they show you the trick and then they show you how they did it. Mm -hmm. Like, they reveal the secrets. So I thought I was a mastermind. I thought I knew it all, right? Well, yeah. Well, the thing with that show, it's all stage yeah. illusions that they would do so and i don't do stage magic i'm a close-up magician so period tell me period correct me i mean no, 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 clearly no. i don't know you know what i'm saying no, period. I, I say that because you know what you thought you know you you had a lot of knowledge yeah nothing <laughs> clearly knew nothing you know, so. clearly yeah it's been five years since you got back to it so yeah. if you started out with cards and you don't know how to light me on fire I don't know if you was really <laughs> growing. You on fire. <laughs> if you can't light me on fire right now, I don't know if you've grown to be the magician that I thought you would grow. I think that into. would alarm you if I did. If I could do that. I don't think if you don't know sorcery this. yet. <laughs> sorcery? Are you kidding me? Voodoo? Put some voodoo on somebody? That's not. <laughs> well, George has met a lot of people along the way, though. We've yes, you definitely Instagram, have. TikTok, you have met a lot of people. You mm -hmm. have touched on touch many people because I'll be seeing you at the parties and the kickbacks and the whatever. I <laughs> the said, streets. oh, I said, oh, okay, you up in there with Ryan from um uh Black Ink. Black Ink. Mm -hmm. And I saw the other video. I think you did one with King Louis, right? Yeah, I saw yeah, King Louis. I saw Louis. one with King Louis. So that was the early stages, like 2018. Yeah. yeah. So you've been in this for a minute. Talk about uh magic. the time that you were able to perform for your first celebrity. Um yeah, I think that was King Louis. So I was uh, working with someone at the time that was connected with him who was like, hey, like, you know, I know King Louis. Like, I think he would, you know, really like what you do. Like, I'm going to set it up. So um, my videographer at the time, uh, I was at his place and um, King Louis just came to his spot and, you know, he was very, because, you know, rappers, like, I didn't know, like, what his demeanor would be if mm -hmm. he would be, you know, like, the hard, like, you know, nothing, <laughs> nothing phases me. Like, I'm not impressed by anything type, but that guy is, like, a teddy bear. Yeah. Like, he's just, he's so, he was very nice from the beginning, and he was very, actually, King Louis posted uh, me um, doing something for him on Instagram. Oh, okay. Um, this was, like, early on when, like, I didn't really have any content out, so... 
think I got like maybe 500 followers because of that. But yeah. Because it was like in the early stages, like, you know, I wasn't really putting content out and I didn't really keep those followers and yeah. I like probably lost the majority of them. Um, but yeah, he, he was, he was the first one. Um, and he was really, really nice. He was very supportive and it was really, really fun performing for him. His reactions were very big. Um, I think I still have some video, um, from that day, but that was 2018. Okay. Um, I think summer 2018. Time. time is um, flying. Time is flying. Does it feel like we was just in school together? Freshman yeah. year doing a bunch of dumbass shit yeah. <laughs> in Coglin. He yeah. said 2018. It's 2022. Yeah. I feel like I lost a few years. You see, Lizzie, she wasn't with us when we came into Dominican, so no, she don't right. know how fun freshman year actually was. I got that experience. Yeah, it was well, interesting. I was definitely a way different person back then. Like, I feel like all of us, that, yeah. we were all, like, we were talking about Cal. Like, you just look at Cal. He looks extremely different than just fresh, freshman year. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, so you brought up social media and um, how just performing for King Louie, him posting you, Gave you five five hundred plus followers just from that moment. This podcast pretty much started because I um, <clears throat> I was frustrated with the with social media, especially during the pandemic. Like I feel like you no know, everybody had time on their hands and just were on their phones the entire time, and so it just became a very negative and cloud chasing time in my perspective. And so I needed some type of outlet, and so I thought a podcast would be a great outlet for me because I'm just so opinionated and people actually listen to me. So I was like, all right, let's, let me try this out. And so it kind of got to where I wanted to use my influence and see if I could change the uh, social media realm. And so you say that, could, would you say that like social media has played or had some type of influence with uh, your career? Yeah, I would definitely say so. I mean, that's been the, know only outlet of you know getting you know what I do and letting people see it you know out there um TikTok has been big for me as mm-hmm. of late um I and my sister always told me like you know like a while like when TikTok first started coming out or it got popular she was like man you need to get on TikTok like I feel like you would really blow up on TikTok, TikTok, mm-hmm. TikTok. and I would like I was listening to her but not really listening to her I was like oh yeah you know but you know not really serious about it yeah um, but you know, then I got kind of serious about it and started posting on there. And uh, my first uh, video that blew up, I think that was a couple months ago now. Um, I think it, I think it got like four hundred thousand views or mm-hmm. something like that. And that was like the start of yeah. You know, I'm like, all right, I gotta take TikTok seriously. Right. Like this yeah. Thing. You know, and I think I got like probably like eight thousand followers like mm-hmm. from that video. Um, so I was like, all right, yeah, TikTok, I need to get on here and I need to be posting and, you know, all that. So, um, but all in all, social media has been like a, uh, kind of like a trial and error type yeah. of thing with me. Like, um, I've, I've, I know for social media, consistency is pretty key. So that's like something that, you know, I've struggled with and, you know, I've had to kind of learn and like the algorithm too. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still, I feel like, because with Instagram now, it's like Instagram's trying to be like TikTok. And yeah. People aren't really liking that. Yeah. Um, it's just been my whole relationship with social media has been like trial and error, but it's yeah. helped me a lot. You know, I've, I've, 
get a lot of business through social media. Um, that word of mouth is really big too. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd say all in all social media has impacted me pretty positively. Um, oh, you gotta go ahead. Oh, I'm just waiting on you. Your mama told me oh, to, yeah. oh, you yeah. know, wait till they don't speaking. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, you know, TikTok is definitely a, a different ball game, and it's kind of like changed the, the, um, the way that we do content and post videos. Uh, so what was your, like, um, perspective going into TikTok? Because you see people dancing, you see people doing all this other shit, ain't got nothing to do with magic. How did you figure out your niche? Um, on TikTok? I, so yeah, so I guess TikTok started as like a dance, really like a more of a dancing type of thing. Because <laughs> yeah. it got super popular during what, the pandemic. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I didn't really have any idea of, you know, I mean, I knew I was going to post magic videos. Like mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's what I do. That's what I, but I didn't, I didn't really have a, have a idea of like how the algorithm worked and mm -hmm. things like that. So you know, when I first started posting on TikTok, I was like, okay, like, let me just, like, post a bunch of... So I started off, like, posting, like, not really, like, magic. It was more so, like, highlight videos okay. of, like, performances and whatnot, which weren't doing, like, that well. So I was like, all right, let me see about posting, like, actual magic. When mm -hmm. I started doing that, I started kind of exactly. seeing some traction and, like, people coming across my TikTok page and, you know, following me and whatnot. And, like I said, the first video that I posted on there was a couple months ago that really kind of blew up um that kind of like opened the TikTok TikTok doors for me so to okay. speak and just kind of made me realize the power that <laughs> TikTok yeah because I know TikTok has like changed a lot of people's lives yeah like, that has been a game changer for a lot of yeah, people yeah they making bank are yeah, you like at the, the point one, the one dance what's her name the, the one the white girl that got super popular oh uh, okay dancer. um allison maybe i think her name's allison i don't remember i don't know she don't need press time right. she got enough <laughs> <laughs> she got enough yeah. i was just an example of yeah a lot a lot a lot of people have liberated themselves through tiktok but oh, yeah. i feel like tiktok's now at the point where they're trying to now um be be that record label that, that'll give you a 360 deal because they now have that stature yeah. so, i suppose so you need us is what TikTok is at now instead of we need you to yeah. make the content. Yeah. Uh, are you at the point where you uh, have brand deals? Like brands, do they reach out to you and ask you to advertise them? Yeah. So actually, like recently, um, a brand reached out to me a couple weeks ago after seeing one of my um, TikTok videos that really blew up. I had another one like recently, a couple mm -hmm. months or a couple weeks ago that did like super, super well. Um, and my first. Uh, the first brand that was a couple weeks ago reached out to me. I think they're called Jungle Creations or something like that. Um, they sent me an email. I was like, hey, like we saw your TikTok. We love your videos. We'd love to work with you and do X, Y, and Z. So that was the, the first one um, a couple okay. weeks ago. Congratulations on that. Yeah, so see question. how it goes. So you took the time to make magic like your full-time job, right? Mm-hmm. So, is there anything about like during doing magic that still scares you? That still gives you like butterflies, like because you've been doing this for a while now. So, like, you know, most of the time you you've done it a few times. So it's like okay, you practice. But is there still anything that like gives you butterflies or stuff that you're scared of? Stuff that you're scared to like step into on the first try, and then you're like, okay, I got I got it now. Or it's like you're that's, always like ready and willing to go. Yeah, so that's a good question. I I was definitely so now no. Um, when I first started, 
Um, like when I first did Street Magic for the first time, this was January 2018. I was out with my videographer and I was very nervous and apprehensive to approach people mm -hmm. um, like on the street because the idea of going up to someone and being like, you know, hey, like I'm a magician, like you know, I'm out here filming street magic. Can I show you something like it's very, you know, it's just kind of scary to think about at first because, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're thinking about, you know, like, you know, what if they say no, then you've got like that rejection and you know I was kind of like really just starting so I was still nervous about performing and mm -hmm. whatnot so that was a hump I had to get over was yeah. approaching people now it's second nature right you know, I will approach anyone anytime anywhere you know and that's just doing it over and over and over mm -hmm. and over again um but that was definitely a big thing for me was you know approaching people on the street that got had me nervous or you know now you know five years later like it's second nature you know mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with it I love it you know street magic is my hey you come here do this magic with me how do you do it you no what I do I go up to someone or I see someone that I want to approach or a group and I say hey you know my name is George I'm a magician me and my video videographer are out here filming um you know is it okay if I show you guys some stuff and I'd say 90% of the time, it's a yes. Mm -hmm. um, maybe 85% of the time, it's a yes. Um, but there's definitely a lot of people that, you know, say no and, you know, F off or, you know, so that's... Oh, okay. Yeah. Somebody then told you F off? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's... it's yeah. Um, Was that a Chicago one? Yeah. Oh, definitely. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <Man. laughs> um, but also, actually also in Hollywood, too. So when I went really? to California and I was doing street magic in Hollywood, because um, I think people are just so used to people coming Performing. up trying to sell you something or oh, like okay. trying to, you know, you got the guys yeah. like on the street that are like trying to hand you their mixtape and like, mm -hmm. you know, that and like try to get you to pay for it. Or trying so, to rob you and trying to distract you at the same time. Like, you just don't know. Yeah. So I think people being conditioned to that makes it harder in Hollywood, like in that area I was in, to approach people because, you know, no everyone's always used to, you know, saying, Oh no, I'm okay and, you know, keeping keeping mm -hmm. it moving. Um but yeah, that going back to your question, it was that in the beginning definitely approaching people was the nerve wracking part for me. But now it's super easy. So if we were to ask you to do a little trick, could you do that for us? Yeah, right now? Yeah. Yeah, of course. You got Have your you cars. You gotta whip the cars out. Yeah. Have you ever fucked up before? Oh yeah. yeah. Really? But it's yeah. But now it's to the point where, you know, it's you're able to recover in a way that people don't even know that you made a mistake. Period. Most of the time, most scenarios. There's some things where if you you know mess up on, and then it's not really recoverable. But it's you know doing it over and over and over again. That was another thing when I first started was being afraid to make a mistake, mm -hmm. and you can't have that worry as a magician because if you're I mean, afraid to make a mistake then you most likely will you got charisma though so like you can kind of like not let them know you made a mistake if you talk your way through it yeah i mean then it's it's that's that's the cool thing about magic is no one knows what you're gonna do yeah, yeah. So they don't know your trick so it's like even if something goes wrong you can just, like, just kind of jazz it out and yeah. you know make it until they, until they don't know your trick but i do i always you know, I always get them. <laughs> this, is, this is what she's been saying for five years now. <laughs> I know, I know what's gonna happen. So, I if you are listening on on the platforms, I'm sorry, 
But you're going to have to go to YouTube to see the tricks. To see the tricks. Period. But yeah, I'll try to, you know, zoom in as much as I can on whatever you show us. Yeah, I'll try to. I mean, this should be fine for it. So. Okay. So we'll, we'll do this. Make sure you guys can see that these are all different. Like they're not all the same card or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. They are not all the same cards. Look okay. Yeah. I know you're the skeptical. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I mix. Um, mm, mix it one more time. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> What's so, the bullshit? So it's my, do you want to do this first part or the second part? It's up to you. I'm going to let Lizzie do the first part so I can watch what you're doing. Over oh there. my God. So Lizzie, do me a favor. Can you think of any card? Just think of one. Okay. Do not say it out loud. Don't think okay. of nothing common, all right? Ace of spades. Don't be, don't be one of those. Okay. Okay. You have a card in mind? Uh-huh. You agree I don't know? Yeah. You agree Tamaya should not know? Correct. So here's what I do. I place one card in a specific location inside. So one card goes in a specific location. These go back inside the box. Um, now I'm committed to this. Can you hold on to these? Okay. For the first time. Pocky, sir. <laughs> All right. <laughs> for the... For the first time, can you say the card you're thinking of out loud? Two of hearts. Okay, if you're not sure, you can absolutely change, but it's up to you. No, I don't want to change. Tamaya, do me a favor. Can you hmm. name a number? We'll say up to 50. Up to 50. For the start. I'm not going to say it out loud. Go ahead, yeah. All right, 47. Okay. If you're not sure, you can change, but it's up to you. That's cool. Are you positive? Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you hand the box over to Tamaya? Tamaya, can you take all the cards out of the box? Make sure they don't spill. Great. You can turn them face down. Good. You thought of a card. You said the two of hearts. Mm -hmm. Out of all the numbers you could have named, you said 47. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the 47th card. Can you get... <laughs> can you get rid of... Can you get rid of 47 cards face down in my hand, one by one? From the, I don't know. From the, from the top. You can... Yeah, yeah. All right. Do what? Count to 47. What? You can turn the face down. Okay, two, Well, this was 47? No, this is. That's 47? This is. Okay, so get rid of it. That's 47. Uh-huh. Put it face down. You said the two of hearts, right? No. She said two of hearts. Right. Yeah. And this was, you said 47. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and this was, so, so can you hold out your right hand palm up? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, you found a maneuver. Well, this was 47, and you said the two of hearts. She's holding the two of hearts. So if you flip this card over, this is going to be two of hearts? She's holding the two of hearts, Lizzie. Flip this card over. This is not. Flip the card over. She's holding the two of hearts. Flip the card over. See? Show it to the camera, too, if it is actually yeah. that shit. It is. Show it. Show it. Yeah. She's holding. No, no, no. I, I meant she's holding the two of hearts. Lizzie's holding it. Oh, Tamaya's holding two of hearts. No, she's holding it. Oh, is she? Is it she actually holding it on a fucking card? Oh, she actually is. <laughs> see that card? <laughs> What the fuck, oh! bro? <laughs> <laughs> Not the 
actual. Oh my god. Bruh, okay. Get this Queen Elizabeth out my face. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, yeah, gosh. so obviously I knew it, but I was just playing it off for Lizzie. Right, right, right. But I knew that trick. We used to practice it in the dorm rooms. You, yeah, y'all used to practice it together? Yeah, we used to practice together. Okay, to my show. I told her, like, they're not going to get it. She's hope. They're not going to get it. Are you kidding me? Exactly. So, yeah, that was a cool little trick. She is holding the two hearts. You're right. You're right. Wow. Well, yeah. has been trying to downplay everything I did for the past five years. <laughs> I, I told George I knew what he was doing and I didn't, but now I give George his credit. You know what I'm saying? Tamaya, she just a hating asshole. So, you know what, Tamaya, Always been a hating your, asshole. To your... To your uh, it was a, so maybe that was a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I got lucky, right? Mm-hmm. It's possible. It's not likely, but it's possible. Yes. So we'll, we'll take it up a notch. Do me a favor. Can you take the deck? And can you cut a portion from the top into my hand, however much you want? Great. And can you put the rest on top? Great. Um, are you right-handed? Yeah. So you're going to reach in and you're going to grab one that you like, but do not look at it. Hold it to your chest. I don't know. It's up to you. Not prayers. Girl, grab, grab this card and come on. Cause maybe. But do not, but do not look at it. Hold it to your, You can grab, but don't. Look no, at no, it no. Because you stopped on that one. Hold okay, on. Okay, so here we'll start over. Mm-hmm. Cause you was Go too busy through. praying. Hurry your ass up. I'm trying to make sure that he ain't got God on his side or something. All right, stop. <laughs> but do not look at it. Hold it to your chest. Good. And to my, if you're not sure, you can absolutely change. But it's up to you. Okay, I'm gonna keep it. Okay. Um, do you agree Lizzie does not know what card you have? No, she shouldn't. So Lizzie, you're going to decide what card she's holding, which sounds weird, but I'm going to show you how you're going to do it. Can you think of a number between, we'll say 1 and 52, but do not say it out loud. And okay. maybe change a few times, that way I can't know to my, I mean, no one will know. Okay. Do you have a number in mind? Uh-huh. So I have a note in my phone that I'm going to show you, but before I show you that, can you say the number you're thinking of out loud? 12. Okay, if you're not sure, you can change, but it's up to you. No, I don't want to change. Are you sure? I'm positive. Lizzie, have you ever used notes before in your phone? Uh Uh-huh. So in my notes, I have a note called the 52 cards, numbered 1 to 52. Can you maybe go through them? And we'll zoom in in a second. But can you go through? Can you see that it's a list of the 52 cards, numbered 1 to 52, all different cards, yes? Correct. Now, you said what number? 12. 12. What card is that number 12? Nine of diamonds. So maybe if you had said 13, it would have been what? Three of diamonds. Or 11, it would have been what? Queen of hearts. But you said 12, which is the... Nine of diamonds. Now, you took a card, but you haven't even looked. You've been holding it to your chest. I gave you the option to change. You didn't want to, which is fine. And I gave you the option to change your number, which you didn't want to either. Right. 12 is... Nine of diamonds. Can we see what you have? Boy! Nine of diamonds. George, how do you do this? Will you ever do a trick reveal on one trick? Will you ever? Ever. No. <laughs> Damn. Never? If somebody paid you, you would never reveal it. No, I mean, I think the whole thing about magicians not revealing what how they do what they do is because it's hours and hours and hours, years and years and years of practice and trial and error. So it's like as a magician, you know, you've spent so many years trying to perfect this one thing for you to now just give it away and tell someone the method is is not not ideal. So us. is it safe to say that <laughs> magicians are gatekeepers? I guess you could say that. <laughs> Can so, you tell us this? Can you tell us is it is it a brain game? Is it just us? Are we silly 
Do we no. not see what you're doing or is it like... No, nah, of course not. I always tell people, I think logicians, like the, the ones who create the methods behind and the psychology of how everything works, like they're some of the smartest people in the world because the thinking behind it is so ingenious. Like you would never, couldn't even think about the method behind certain things. Like That's it's, almost dangerous, George. <laughs> it is in a way. I mean, it can, you know, things can be used for, for evil purposes, I guess. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, so. Not evil. The real, like. Evil is an exaggeration. Theatric <laughs> magic tricks, like the ones where they cut people in half and shit. Is that just. That's not real, right? Yeah, so that that's kind of what I was talking about earlier, stage magic. Yeah. Stage illusions. That's, you know, not my area i prefer close-up magic and i think that's the best form of magic for me mm-hmm. because it's so intimate it's so close up you know I, a lot of people tell me like oh i went and saw this magic show but it was from a distance but this is so different because it's right in front of my face and i don't see what you're doing and you know? mm-hmm. so close-up magic has always you know been the best form for me but yeah the cutting people in half and you know that's changing a lion into a girl at the circus yeah, those are like, you know, the, the stereotypical things that people think about when you think magician. But it's always exciting for me because, you know, I, I people always say like, oh, like this is nothing of uh, nothing like what I thought it would be. So mm-hmm. going to performances, it's exciting because I know it's not going to be anything that anyone's expecting. Okay. So before we actually hop into our sectors, I'm going um, to ask you to participate in the little game that we have okay it's called weird or no oh okay i think i saw this that was episode nine right yeah yeah. yes i'm I'm, I'm caught up okay we popping (laughs) (laughs) so uh you kind of know the game but i'll just restate it you basically have to give me an answer of whether this headline that i give you is weird or no Okay. And then you can only give a one sentence explanation on why. Why it is or is not. Yes. Okay. Okay, so I'll give you a a practice one, and then after that we're gonna get the ball rolling. Okay. Um, it is now illegal for anyone under twenty one to purchase whipped cream in New York. Weird or no? That's weird. Why? Wait, say it again. It is now illegal for anyone under the age of 21 to purchase whipped cream in New York. It's illegal? Yeah. For anyone under the age of 21 to purchase mm-hmm. whipped cream in New York. I'd say weird. <laughs> why? Because why would it be illegal to purchase whipped cream? <laughs> Out of all things. Whipped cream. Make illegal. I think that's what makes that weird is the whipped cream. Like, what's what's? why do you need to be? Okay, so I asked you for one sick, oh, one sentence. <laughs> oh, that was my that was my first one. I said because why would it be illegal to purchase whipped cream? Yeah, that's so that's the practice one. But okay. this is speed rounds okay. now. Okay, okay. <laughs> so one All sentence right. is one sentence. Okay, Vanessa Bryant uh, is to donate sixteen million dollars to the Mamacita Foundation from her payout. Weird or no? Why? I would expect her to do something like that. Okay. The White House calls out Republicans criticizing student loan forgiveness by sharing their forgiven PPP loans. Weird or no? Wait, say that one more time. The White House calls out Republicans criticizing student loan forgiveness by sharing their forgiven PPP loans. Um, 
You mean stay one more time? Okay, weird. Why? Uh, see, more than one sentence just popped in my head, but mm-hmm. I can keep it at one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, because why would forgiven PPP loans have... Wait, wait, read it one more time. The White House calls out Republicans criticizing student loan forgiveness by sharing their forgiven PPP loans. So they're mad that we are getting student loan forgiveness. Yeah. So the White House said y'all had got forgiveness. What the fuck? But it's like a lot of money. Like it'd be like 1.3 million, but they got their money forgiven. Yeah. Yeah. But they mad that we getting our student loan. You see, we going against the game right now. Weird, weird, weird. Okay. (laughs) All right. No more help. (laughs) Okay. Box of guns mistakenly delivered to a Pennsylvania high school. Weird. Why? <laughs> because why are guns being delivered to a school? <laughs> this is this is all real things. <laughs> the, oh, not, these are real headlines. These are real headlines. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Nylon magazine gave Kim Kardashian credit for the side parting of hair. Weird. <laughs> I. S- mm, this is one of those things that I don't have enough. Knowledge on to you think Kim Kardashian made up the side part? Oh, so that's what they're trying. To, so no, so <laughs> not weird. Yeah, weird. yeah. George, <laughs> this, this is not speed round at all. I'm, I'm putting too much thought into my into my answers. It's okay, George. It's okay because right, I did the same right. thing. That's why she made one fucking sentence. All right, all right. Uh, uh, Missouri school district announces the return of paddling as. Punishment for students. Weird. <laughs> what? Oh, wait. Paddling is in like... Yeah. <laughs> weird. Yeah. <laughs> the same. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because you shouldn't hurt, physically hurt kids in schools. Period. Okay. I'm with you when you write. Um, Dennis Robin plans to go to Russia to help mm-hmm. with the release of Brittany Griner. Not a weird headline. Why? Uh, because if that's what he wants to do, then that's what he <laughs> wants to do. I mean, Biggie's daughter puts up a one point five million dollar bond for boyfriend's hit and run case. So whose daughter? Biggie's. Biggie's daughter puts up a one point five million bond for what? Her bro- boyfriend's hit and run case. No. Okay. Why? I would expect her to want to help him out. Okay. All right. Uh, Police arrest a man who tried to buy stolen human remains. (laughs) (laughs) Is that headline weird? No. Uh, um, Because... Why is he trying to buy <laughs> human remains? That's weird. Okay, last one. I'm thinking too critically. I'm sorry. That's on my brain. Okay. Go ahead. The magician, George Stanton, sets an assistant on fire after a failed magic trick. Weird. <laughs> Why? <No. laughs> Why? 
I would never have an assistant, nor would I ever set oh, anyone wow. on fire. Oh, he set on fire. <laughs> he said, I will never have an assistant. Uh, that one's real, too? <laughs> no. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully that does that. not become real. <laughs> but you have survived. Weird or no? Barely. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Barely. Barely. But you made it. Yeah, so that's our game. Thank you for playing with us. Okay, so we're going to actually get right into the sectors. So everything that you pretty much just uh, gave a slight opinion on uh, touches pretty much our sector. So our sectors are hot topics, current events, music and entertainment, mental health, and that's it. So we're pretty much going to be touching all of that for the rest of the the episode. So we're going to get right into music, and I'm going to let Lizzie take over. And she's going to give you... Actually, before we get to that, I'll just ask you, what are, what are you listening to lately? Um, so, when I started, so it's kind of back story to this. When I started putting out videos and of me performing and YouTube videos, I would always look for beats to put, or music to put behind the videos. Mm-hmm. And so, when I started doing that, I got really into listening to instrumental beats. Um, I'm like a very, very relaxed person um, 99% of the time. So I think my music choice is reflective of that. So I'm like really big on like chill instrumental beats. That's probably what I've been like listening to the most the past like two years, honestly, mm-hmm. um, which I think is different than most of the people, you know, that ask me like, oh, what, you know, what type of music do you listen to? Um, that's what it's been for a while now but have very diverse music taste so you know it could be anywhere from r&b hip-hop rap to reggae to alternative to uh house to mm-hmm. there's even some country songs i like and i think you know, i get my music taste from my mom she's very diverse as well um, but mostly it's been like chill instrumental beats type of so you're from Detroit. What you know about house music? It's a, it's a big house music influence in uh, Detroit? I don't think so. I got into house music because of my dad. He'd, mm-hmm. play, he'd have these CDs that he'd play in the car all the time when I was little. That's what really got me onto house. Um, but I, I love it. It's Yeah. You, you guys said, like house? Yeah, I like house. I said what? You said alternative. I've never heard that before. What is that? Like alternative, like <laughs> not you breathing hard. <laughs> what? I, I know. I Has anybody that. else heard of yeah. yeah, I hate that word. I hate oh. the word when you use it to describe something that's undescribed, indescribable. Yeah. It's basically indescribable. I don't music. even know how I would describe. How would you describe it? That, but I, I don't because they throw anything that they can't understand into that genre. So if you can oh. have alternative R and B, you can have alternative rock, you can have alternative. Pop. Does it have like a specific sound? You know, like when you hear EDM, you know it's EDM. So rap, right? Mm-hmm. They'll throw Rico Nasty as an alternative rap because she's rapping, but she also has rock influence with her rap instead oh. of just the typical. So rap. is it like a cross of genres? I would basically? say, yeah. Okay. When I said it, I was because I was I was saying like you know giving examples of the different range of yeah. music, so. I think I was thinking alternative rock at the time to okay. contrast from, I think the last thing I said before that was rap or hip hop or something, mm-hmm. or reggae, mm-hmm. 
Um, but that's what I was thinking. But yeah, it could be alternative, like a lot of different music. I think I was thinking alternative rock. In that How moment. you be rocking out to reggae? Because you don't look like the dancer. You look like you probably tap your foot to reggae and. <laughs> well, no. You so you're, so you're, you're probably thinking of like, uh, like the the African like dance hall Afro beats type yeah. thing. I don't really listen to that a lot. I've heard some that mm-hmm. I like, like that one. What's the one song that? Uh, all the women put on their uh, uh, the music behind their vacation videos. Um, this is the piece that I cannot find. Like that Tim's. one. Tim's. Uh, Tim's. Is it uh, piece of me? No, that's not. That's not Tim's. Um, yeah, that one. It is Tim's, but I don't know. The it's not. I don't think it's called piece of me though. So when I was so when I was saying reggae, I'm I'm talking like chill like bob marley like okay. my favorite song one of my favorite songs ever is called waiting in vain by bob marley and it's a very you know not energetic so you like marijuana reggae yeah i understand what you mean because my stepdad always makes jokes and he's yeah. like oh you listen to this reggae like i know you're smoking a ton of weed exactly and i'm like i'm not smoking a ton of weed or at least yeah i'm not thank you um <laughs> Marijuana well, was reggae. When I was in high school, so I, I, I definitely like wasn't even thinking about it then. But yeah, I know what you mean. Alternative R and B is Earth Tone R and B. That's what I got. Yeah. <laughs> Earth Tone R and B. So I asked you that because I feel as if I feel like I got like a good eye for when some what type of music somebody look at uh, listens to. So I, I feel like you probably gonna say I listen to everything. And it's not gonna be like <laughs> it's not gonna be like I'm, okay. So I'm gonna say the typical music that the black community enjoys. I feel like you is just like a, a, a semitone down from that. Like you're more chill. So we had I don't know. I made I gave Lizzie the task to take over music. So this is just our music version of Weird and All. And so she's gonna ask you some music related questions, and you just gotta. You know, it okay. either is this or that. It's okay. um, it's hot or not. So like, just say like if you think they're good. If you want to go into explanation, you can. But okay, this is interesting. I was I was fully prepared to talk about magic and the whole time, but this is cool. This okay, is cool. okay, okay. All right. So, Kendrick, Lamar, hot or not? It's got to be one word. You can give us one word oh, and, and no explanation, or you can give us one word and an explanation. Just um, make it quick. Somewhere between hot and not. <laughs> I will hot. I knew it. I was, I was, I was so, so hot. So hot. There's a lot of songs that I've heard that I, I like. So I, I'm going to go off of, you know, songs that I've heard that I've okay. like really liked by okay. them. So I, I would say hot. There's definitely songs that I don't like by him and his. But yeah, we'll leave They said what? Yeah. Do you, um, okay. Do you, like? do you listen to R&B? Yeah. Okay. Jasmine Sullivan. Hot. Okay. Period. Yeah. Come on, man. Period. <laughs> okay. Gucci Mane. Nah. <laughs> okay. I, if you want to get an explanation, you can. I you don't have I to. I think I've only heard one Gucci Mane song that I really like. So Period. I'm going to say. Doja so Cat. Not. So let me ask you something. So are we... <laughs> are we like what are you basing? Like what? Am no, I, it's up to you. It's up to you. Whatever you base it off. That's why we ask. If, if you want to give an explanation, heard. you can. If not, don't. Yeah. 
right, I'm going to say hot because I have heard some Doja Cat songs that I like. Okay. I'm a, that's what I'm going to base this off of. What I've heard like? songs that heard? I like. By mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Weekend. Okay. Fantasia. Trying to think of a Fantasia song right when now. When I see you, <laughs> when I see you. Oh, I do like that song. Okay, he's a hot. Um, Black Youngster. Not, but he's funny. Okay, he's really funny. Period. Yes, he is. Y'all Period. seen that that Nardwar interview with him? Uh, the dude with the like, curly hair. Yeah, yeah, and, he's, and he and he reveals something that like he shouldn't know, yeah. and that it became a meme. He was yeah. like, "How do you?" How do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's funny. I'm gonna say he, not. He's a clown funny. for sure. But Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi ran our freshman year. Yeah, I I definitely like some. Yeah, I'm gonna say hot. You like Lil Uzi? Like, there's no one that you said I've liked. Like, you know, for real, for real. For like, I've just heard songs. Like, okay. I'm not like particularly like a super fan like of right. any of those people but I you know like I've yeah. all right T-Pain uh yeah I have like some T-Pain songs hot <laughs> Summer Walker hot okay that, that see? control album I really really okay liked. period whoa 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 oh. that's scissor Oh shoot! Summer Walker. <laughs> I didn't even pick that up. Damn. That is SZA. Oh, SZA hot. I don't know if she's on the list. Summer yeah. Walker. I don't think I really. This I'm gonna say. Yeah, I'm gonna say not just because I'm not like too. I don't know, George. You might get canceled, music. bro. That's okay. Summer is good. Summer is really good. But yeah, I'm sure she. I just haven't heard enough of her music to. So on the pod before, me and somebody talked about our favorite artists of all time. So who's your favorite artist of all time? If you had to pick one, uh, um, yeah. See, it's like as of right now, it's definitely someone that you guys haven't heard of. He, he makes a lot of beats, a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of the the types of beats that I like, like mm-hmm. the chill instrument. His name is. Freddie, um, Freddie Joachim, like he makes a lot of, uh, that's why I've really been on. I know you guys probably haven't heard of him, but he, oh, he, he's produced like tracks for J. Cole and, uh, What's his name Joey again? Badass, Freddie Freddy Joachim. Joachim. Um, okay, well, we're going to have to check Freddie out. Um, okay. Bob Marley's up there too. Um, and you, you don't smoke? I have before. I, I've not, not consistently, but yeah. Okay. Now she going to this Oh, my God. Because I'm like, you just guess. It might have influenced you to want to finally. No, I, I definitely wasn't smoking when I was, uh, when I when I discovered Bob Marley. Like, mm-hmm. when I really, okay. When I was in high school. Like, I, I didn't even try weed until, throwing like, stereotypes my freshman, out there. until my freshman year of college. So. Period. Okay, <laughs> okay. Don't be trying to throw George under the bus like that. Don't be trying to throw George under the bus. Ain't nothing wrong with nothing a little wrong. weed. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. Mm. That's all right, now. So we got through hot or not. You might get canceled. I don't know. Right. But hey, they hate me because of Beyonce. So it is what it is. You don't like Beyonce. I never said that. No. People think I said that. I never said that. So you do like Beyonce. I love Beyonce. She's oh, great. Okay. So <laughs> now that we've gotten a little taste of your music uh, type. Um, would you like to put us onto something, my Freddie, before we close up music? 
or somebody else. Give them a shout out. Heard. You guys use Spotify or Apple Music? Apple Music, but it's cool. I'm sure you can find it on another platform, YouTube. Oh, okay. So, I have you guys ever seen the? the it's called the Color Show on YouTube. The Color no. Show. And it's. Uh, oh yes, I know you're talking about the performance. Yeah. A bunch of yeah. artists that and the, they have like the colorful background. Yeah, I like that show. And it's a bunch of artists, and they go on and do one song. And it's, mm-hmm. So me and my roommate kind of discovered those recently. We got put on a lot of artists that I've never heard of before. Mm-hmm. They're like, actually, like, amazing. Um, and one of them, um, uh, her name is Anais. I think that's how you pronounce it. A-N-A-I-I-S. Um, she's got a song called uh, Shu, C-H-U-U. That's a new artist that I... Um, she got to be international. Two. Okay. Nah, she's. I think she's black. Nah, she just a nigga. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah. So I, I, I watched, feel like, like I see her on TikTok. You guys should I definitely check those videos out, <laughs> <laughs> out on YouTube. Okay. I, I, I came across a lot of new artists on that that are like actually really, really, really. Good. Do you watch Tiny Desk? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so, but I feel like a lot of the artists that go on there are no. pretty known mm-hmm. to an extent. Like, there's a lot of artists on there that like never heard of and like yeah. like hundreds of them yeah that are really great so i definitely recommend check out color show on youtube you know, come okay well thank you thank Here you for is. that one now we here to get serious get into the nitty-gritty we want the people to get to know you a little bit and your mental health so how you been let me get a checkup as of late yeah amazing okay my mental health is probably the best it's ever been mm-hmm. past I mean, not like I'm not someone to get depressed often at all. Mm-hmm. It's only happened once, um, but yeah, you know, I've I've been great. That's great. Do you I'm think, glad. Uh, do you think magic has helped you with that? Like, do you think it makes you happier? Or yeah, magic, magic is my like my, my ultimate passion. That you know, whenever I perform, I'm always very very happy. Matter of fact, the one time that. I did go through a state of depression was magic related. I um this happened in June twenty twenty. Um, so pandemic and March happened, you know, so I went home. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, since I started performing and you know, I've had my videographer, you know, we've we had at this point, like by June twenty twenty, started filming uh footage like late. 2017. So between late 2017 and June 2020, we had gotten thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of footage. And I always kept everything on this external hard drive. And one day uh, I was going, I can't remember where I was going. I think I was going to meet up with someone and I was kind of late. So I was kind of in a rush and I was putting stuff in my car. um, And for some reason, like, you know how like when you're in a rush doing things and like, you like pick up something and then like you go and do something. You've got that thing that you picked up that you didn't even mean to like have on you type mm-hmm. of thing. Like I had just accidentally brought my hard drive like out of my house, which mm-hmm. I like never do. Like yeah. I, you know, I keep it there, but I was like in a rush and you know, I was, I was trying to get wherever. And I just like, I picked up my hard drive at some point and I just like went out the house with it. Dropped it. Um, 
No. You lost it. So what I did, I put it, <laughs> I put it on top of my car. <laughs> wow. While, while wow. I was putting stuff like in, I was like, all right, let me just put this here and let me put this in here and putting stuff in my car. Forgot I left it on my car. Got drove in my off. car, drove off. And I didn't realize what had happened until the next day mm. when I looked for it. And I'm like, where is my hard drive? And then I thought about that. And I realized what had happened. And it was like my whole world just yeah. came crashing down yeah. on me because that hard drive was the source of my happiness. Just yeah. Watching, you know, all the footage that I had accumulated. And so, of course, when I realized it, you know, I was thinking about like the route that I drove. So I was, my dad lives in a subdivision. So I like walked like all up and down the street, like the route that I drove. And, you know, once you get out the subdivision, you turn onto this very big, busy street. It's mm-hmm. called uh, Jefferson. And Jefferson is a very big street. It goes down for miles and miles and miles. So I was walking up and down Jefferson for hours, like looking on the side of the street, trying to find this drive. But um, And I had put uh, posters in my um, in the subdivision my dad lives, um, lives in around like, mailboxes and stuff. But I had lost it. And that put me in a very, 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 very deep state of depression. And like I said, I, I don't, I don't think I could ever really be depressed. But it makes sense that the thing that would make me super depressed is the loss of something that brings me so much joy, yeah. happiness. Um, so that was a depression I didn't get out of until it didn't start lightening up until December. Um, now I was doing things that kind of took my mind away from it um, in between, like started like trying to film this YouTube series that um, I was working on. And that was kind of like, so we were like going to people's houses, like filming that, performing at people's homes and stuff. So that kind of distracted me from it. But when like that second wave of COVID hit or COVID started ramping back up again in like September, October, and then we couldn't do that. I had lost all my virtual, so, so I, I started doing virtual shows too. Mm-hmm. Um, when the when the pandemic began, um, but when like COVID started ramping back up, it was like September, October, and then we couldn't like shoot for the YouTube series anymore. That's when it like really set in. Like September, October, November, I was in the worst like state yeah. of mind ever. Yeah. I was so so depressed, and that was like you know something I'll never forget. It was a big lesson, you know now. I've got multiple backups. I've got, mm-hmm. you know, my stuff backed up on in the cloud. So it's like, even if I did lose, you know, a physical drive again, like I'd still have everything. Um, but I, I, I'm grateful for it because, you know, now I've got like a lot more valuable footage that would be 50 times worse mm-hmm. if I were to lose. So I'm, I'm thankful that that happened when it did. Um, but that was a really, really tough time for me. I was, I was, that was bad. <laughs> so do you feel as if that state of mind was inflicted or there was no way to not um, to not go through that uh, that state of mind? You mean like... So like you losing the hard drive and not being able to find it mm-hmm. sent you into a state of depression. Mm-hmm. Do you, When I say inflicted, I'm meaning like, did you send yourself into it or you... Were, by allowing that to to get to the, because some people will say like, 
depression is not real. You're the reason why you're depressed. You all you have to do is just not be depressed. Is it just that easy to do so? No, I mean I I understand why. I think I understand why people say that in the sense of like you know you can control if you don't get sad about certain things type mm-hmm. of but i don't think it's that i feel like people that say that have never experienced like real depression before because if you did like you would understand you would understand like the psyche behind it it's not if i wanted to get up and put my clothes on i would but can i physically do it like mentally i can't mm-hmm. like i don't think people understand that like sometimes like okay some people don't have the ability to say, okay, let me go get help. Some people just literally their life is crashing down and it's just like, I don't feel like doing anything. And they may not have somebody there to help them pick up the pieces. So you have to learn how to pick it up on yourself. So those resources, you have to go and seek out the resources. And I think it's 10 times harder to go and seek out resources when it's just you by yourself. You don't have nobody to talk to. So I feel like people that say that have never really like experienced a true depression because some people get into a funk and they really can't. It don't matter what it is, like lost a dog, like it could be, it could sound so simple to you, but like you don't know how it affected that person. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How does it, how does depression look on you? So what are some physical things that if I am around you enough, I'll see you doing that because I've experienced you being depressed before. And so physically, if I, if you were experiencing it again, I might be able to pick up on it because physically this is what you do when you're depressed. Um, yeah, for me, um, lack of appetite, um, wasn't smiling much, like, ever. (laughs) Um, I think, for me, it was a lot, like, in my head, Mm -hmm. like, it was, it was, uh, how do I explain it? I would, I would, it was very hard for me to get out of bed. Um, Like, I was, I was, when I was, I think so, September, October, November, I was in the dorms at Dominican, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I would go to sleep and wake up, and it would be super, super hard for me to, like, get out of bed and, like, go to class, and, like, you know, like, it was really, really tough, and I would constantly think about it. Beating yourself up Um, Yeah, really beating myself up about it and Mm -hmm. thinking about all the possibilities if I had it, you know, like, oh, if I had my hard drive, like, you know, I could be making this video or I could, like, you know, I could be putting a lot of stuff out on TikTok or like the, the, the what ifs, yeah. you know, um, but in terms of like physical, like, you know, I, I wasn't eating a lot. It was very tough to get out of bed. I wasn't smiling much. Um, but a lot of it was also like in my head, like I was very in my head about it. Now, um, for someone that's listening or watching on YouTube, they'll might hear you say, like, I was depressed because I lost my hard drive. And then uh-huh. they hear you say, like, I was telling myself a bunch of what is because I don't have it. Mm-hmm. Someone could hear that and be like, let's just go buy another one. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I'm serious. Yeah. Somebody will hear you and listen to your story and well, say, we'll just go buy another one. Well, for that somebody, you can't replace the thousands of hours of footage that yeah. was on it like yeah. that's what it that's what, the part that hurts yeah because yeah. if i had all that in the cloud and i lost my hard drive it's like okay like go get another one yeah put it on the cloud back and boom mm-hmm. you know yeah but it wasn't the hard drive the physical hard drive it was 
all the memories yeah. that were on it. Yeah. Um, and all the stuff that, you know, could have, you know, furthered my career with all the great video footage. And, mm-hmm. You know, so there was, so it wasn't the physical drive itself. It was what was on it mm-hmm. um, that can't be replaced. Yeah. <laughs> did you receive, like, treatment? Did you go to therapy? Or did, was it kind of like something you just kind of worked yourself out of? Yeah. I, it was just something I, I kind of worked myself out of. Um, I think I started feeling a lot better when I started, you know, um, getting, like, even better footage, like, getting a lot. So since that's happened, you know, I've gotten a lot more footage than I even had at that point. Um, And it's a lot better. Like, I'm a way better magician than I was two (laughs) years ago. Um, I have a lot better equipment now. And Mm -hmm. so it's like the quality of it is a lot of my footage I have now is way better than it was. So I think once I started kind of regaining, getting more and more and the quality increased, um, that's when I started kind of getting out of that funk. funk. Yeah. Um, so I want to say by January 2021 is when I was completely out of it. So timeline-wise, how long do you think that state of depression you were in? So from June 2020, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, about half a year. Half it, a year. But it but it wasn't it didn't it wasn't cutting super super deep until September, October, November. Those were those those three core months mm-hmm. that I was terrible. Do you um, think environmental factors can play into the severity of depression? Absolutely, because yeah. if I wasn't in the dorms too, like I was cooped up in yeah, the dorms. In the like, dorms. Know, had all these restrictions with COVID and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that also played a factor. Matter of fact, after I went home um, for uh, uh, Christmas break, so December comes along, I was, and I kind of had gotten out of it. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't go back to school until, physically back to school until February, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, and one of my thoughts was like, you know, I spent so much time depressed in these dorms. Like I, I had the fear that just being in the dorms again would like take you back to something it. or yeah. like make me. Fortunately, that wasn't the case, and I was, you know, I was completely out of it. I was fine. Yeah. Um, but yes, I would definitely say environmental factors can play. I love that you said like the place where you felt your lowest, you were hesitant to go back to it because of how that could probably take you back to where you didn't want to go to. I was actually terrified to go back to school. And that's yeah. why I, I didn't, that's why it took me a couple months to even physically go back. Cause I was like, I'm, I'm scared to be in this dorm and feel depressed again. Like, yeah. That's a feeling I never want to feel. Yeah. Like, I didn't, yeah. I didn't, cause like I said, I've never been one to get, be depressed. So, you know, I, I never really understood the severity, severity of it, mm-hmm. and, you know, how exactly that feels until it happened to me. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely something I pray I never, Feel again, but and I definitely feel for anyone who is depressed because now yeah. I know how that feels and how crippling that is. Now, how who was your support system during that time? Did you have any? Um, yeah, um, my mom. Um, well, like with my mom, it was like, like she got depressed because I was depressed mm-hmm. type of thing, but she was trying to, you know, help me through it. So, I mean, I'd say my, my mom, my stepdad, that's something I noticed when I was depressed. I was, so I'm, I'm in a sense, an introvert. 
Mm -hmm. um, which sounds weird because it's like, oh, you're a magician, you publicly, you know, like yeah. outside of performing, I'm mm -hmm. I'm not uh, the most social. Like when I'm performing, kind of brings that out yeah. of me, and I'm, but you know, outside of that, you know, I'm I'm very to myself. You know, I don't. I've got a very small group of close friends, friends like that I consistently talk to, like, yeah. you know, keeping your, my circle is very, very small. Um, and so that was something that I noticed when I was super depressed, I was constantly like reaching out to people. Like I would call my stepdad a lot. I would call my mom a lot because I didn't want to be alone in my mm -hmm. thoughts, like in my head. Mm -hmm. um, and that was something I noticed like, wow, like I'm, really making an effort to try and talk to other people mm -hmm. um uh, and so that that was but it was yeah my mom it was mainly my mom and stepdad um my uh yeah yeah my mom and stepdad were like the main ones um so they were they were kind of helping me with it and, and a couple of my close friends mm -hmm. um i think that's something that i asked that question because i think a lot of people would like to know how to be of support to someone that is going through something that they're currently not going through. Like, if I'm happy, going around you, I might not be happy. So how can I still be a support while also not bringing myself down? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't want to be what your mom was. I want to still be happy but still helping my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you have any tips or advice on how that could go? On how? On how that person could still be a support for some, like, just okay, for you. Because yeah. everyone's different when they're in... Yeah, funk. yeah, it's hard to. That's a tough question. It's and obviously it varies for you know different people. Yeah. Um, but I guess for me, like, I guess as simple as just checking up, you know, here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, there was nothing that anyone could really do to snap me out of it yeah. except find my hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> which was you know very unlikely. Like I prayed every night that somebody would out to me saying that they found it mm -hmm. um so you know something like that you know there's not really anything you can do to like instantly make things better um but i guess for me just you know checking up once in a while and you know offering i don't know offering any support that they can like it's 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 difficult when you're in that when you're in that headspace mm -hmm. you know it just feels like Nothing like I was so I was it was so bad for me like it wasn't like I was suicidal or anything but I was in the mindset where it was like okay like if this were to happen or if I got hit by a car like I would be okay with that mm -hmm. like I would be okay with my life ending right now because mm -hmm. that's how not that I wanted to yeah but you know let's say like something like that happened I, I would be complacent with that yeah <laughs> which was like terrible now that I think about right. it yeah. Um, but that's just how, you know, deep that affected me. Yeah. Um, so going back to the original question, it varies for people. For me, like maybe just checking in once in a while. Um, not really much people could do to help me at that point. So. Okay. So I have to ask this question for the sake of our podcast and also for me. You are a male. Mm hmm do you, do you uh, identify as black? Yeah. Okay, so you're a black male. Yeah. You have to you have to ask that question. Some <laughs> people do you identify Some people don't. Okay, okay, so you're a black male. 
and you just openly talked about your experience with depression. Uh-huh. How did that make you feel to actually talk about your feelings, what you went through publicly? Um, it felt good because, you know, maybe there's people listening that are depressed and, mm-hmm. you know, want to hear, like, how, you know, other people's experience of it. You know, I've, I've, I've always, like, been pretty open talking about it you know it doesn't bother me to shouldn't have said that george you were supposed to be macho man you're not supposed to talk about your feelings Uh, i'm I'm not macho man at all as you should be you should be never have been never will be yeah Um, but yeah i mean i've always been open and talking about it i've mentioned it on uh, a couple other podcasts podcasts i've been on so it feels good Mm -hmm. you know um (laughs) <laughs> okay. Well, that's that. I ask that because if you watch a lot of podcasts or just any media where you have men that speak about mental health, it's, I don't, I don't do that. I don't, I don't talk, talk about, about that. It. Or the person ain't going to receive me well. I ain't yeah. going to be listened to. Have you ever had a moment where you did voice or express yourself and the audience did not appreciate or listen to you? You didn't feel heard? No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, I guess I understand why men yeah. feel that way, but they shouldn't. <laughs> um, I feel like it's important to talk about. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I've never had a problem with it. <laughs> well, congr- uh, <laughs> <laughs> not congratulations. I was say congratulations, congratulations. But I, I, I don't know if I should. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad we were able to have you on to talk about that because we don't. We don't really uh, have as... You're the first male to come on the show. You're the second guest. Oh, okay. But I don't know how many men we can get to come and actually get to the mental health sector and really give us what we want. So I'm appreciative yeah, of you to... If that never happened to me, I probably wouldn't have much to contribute. <laughs> so so going through things give you... like You feel like that adds substance to you? Or would you rather not even experience trauma, I suppose? Um. I mean, nobody, I don't think anybody wants to experience trauma, yeah. but I am grateful that yeah. it happened um, because it was a learning lesson, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I would have learned that lesson if that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, if something like that were to happen now, it would be 50 times worse because I've got you know all this valuable footage now that would yeah. be hurt a lot worse to lose, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful it happened, and I like that I can now sympathize with others mm-hmm. that are feeling the same thing because I've had that personal experience with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't, I wouldn't, I, I don't, I don't want any trauma to happen. Yeah. But I yeah. try, I'm someone who tries to look at the positives in every situation. Yeah. Um, which it can be hard to do. Tomorrow is so bald here. It's I ridiculous. Guess. Like <laughs> we got we got this yeah. thing called turning a negative into a positive. That's our thing. Okay. So I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Irritating. Hidden slogans, man. Well, you uh gave us the mental health. Yeah. So with you experiencing what you went through, if you could give somebody uh advice or drop a gym, what would your gym be? For somebody, a male particularly, who's struggling with mental health. Hmm. 
Shit. See, now I feel pressure to make it something good and, you know, <laughs> something impactful. Uh, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I feel like it's different for me now because I'm um, not anywhere near depressed right now. And so I, my first thought was to say, you know, you know, something kind of similar to what I just said about trying to look at the positives in the situation. Mm -hmm. But when you're depressed, like, I know I wasn't looking at the positives until after I wasn't depressed anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so it's hard to come up with something that I feel like a depressed person would resonate with. Yeah. Just because your mindset is just so not like, there. Not nowhere near it. Like positive yeah. anything. Yeah. Um so honestly, nothing comes to mind right now. <laughs> so you <laughs> all I don't, 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 don't want to just say some BS answer like, oh, right. it'll get better. Look at the positive. Yeah. You know, right. like I would want to give something that actually might help a depressed mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. Um so they're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> not so they're fucked are you kidding me Lizzie said that um, are you kidding me so yeah man well honestly that's what it was for me that's what it I feels like anymore, until yeah. I started you know you know getting good footage but yeah that's what it feels like until you're not I'm, okay so I guess <laughs> so we I can we can say to... like who the hell is that oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> so listen somebody has told me I look like that man at least once a week for the past year you look just like him why Jada back there at least supposed to be moderating the podcast yeah, and she's google searching who the fuck this man's look like yeah, that's, like, what that's crazy like, I've gotten that uh, no exaggeration at least once a week for the past year like ever yeah, since you like, like when in, like when insecure started really popping, <laughs> that's when it began. Like somebody came up to me thinking I was him before. Yeah, oh, yeah. And wow. Did you take a you photo and charge yeah. them some money? No. And you should have. <laughs> that's crazy. He commented on one of my posts before. Jealous. Really? Yeah. Said good work. <laughs> is that what he said? He said basically like what you like. This is good. Oh, period. I want to perform for him one day just to like. We heard it here first. We heard right, it here well, first. Jay Ellis, hit my boy up. Period. You feel me? Just for that, because I don't... Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not surprised you pulled that picture up. <laughs> Period. So, before we close out, I wanted to ask... Um, so, we have this podcast. So, in a sense, we are entrepreneurs. You're an entrepreneur. She's an entrepreneur, <laughs> okay so we're all entrepreneurs right what would you what what are some tips that you would give entrepreneurs that and it doesn't have to do with magic but just the whole journey of just being an, a young entrepreneur especially in this like time of like social media being very important yeah I mean I think the number one overall thing is to believe in yourself and not up on yourself mm -hmm. um entrepreneurship is you know a very difficult journey to go down for mm -hmm. sure um especially as me wanting to do something as unorthodox as you know pursuing mm -hmm. magic professionally like yeah it's been so many you know a lot of ups a lot of downs and you know i think the one thing that i you know kept constantly telling myself is to 
not give up, you know, and trying to keep that belief that I can, you know, achieve the goals that, you know, I want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a long process, you know, it, it took me four years to even make it a full-time thing. Yeah. Um, so I think for me, it's, it's as cliche as it sounds like to not give up, like believe in yourself. Like that's so important. Mm-hmm. Like, believing in yourself because like other people could believe in you, but if you don't believe in yourself, like you, it's, it's, yeah. it's over with. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that's really, really, really big for me in yourself and um yeah What's <laughs> <it>? <laughs> <laughs> okay. so you what watch the it? podcast what is something that you feel like we could do to to bring it up a notch i don't know i mean i've been following you guys have been like doing i mean you just started practically yeah, we just started. i feel like you guys are like killing it okay like from some. what I've Give seen, that's like, not the first time uh, I heard Reba. Really? Yeah. yeah. A lot of people I mean, say like, oh. y'all are like, I, like the thing that I struggled with. You guys are already like doing great with is the consistency. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys are. You already got like what nine, ten? This, this is the tenth, tenth episode. One. This is the tenth one. Um, you got all your stuff on YouTube and everything. So I feel like, I feel like that's that's. I, I don't know if I have anything for you right now. No, that's a milestone. Uh, statistics will show that. Uh, about 20% of podcasts only make it to the first episode after that they're done. And then the rest of them, and the the median life uh, span of a podcast is like six months. And so we, we were at like two months now. So we got four more months to see before I kick her off. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I, I truthfully believe like this year, it could you know really blow up. I think you guys have the, the ideas for it and the personality for it. <laughs> and... You know, the, the jack of all trades here. Period, because she do graphic, everything. Graphic design, and you, know, you got the professional equipment. And so, I don't know. I don't have anything for you guys right now. Like, you guys are killing it, in my opinion. My honest opinion. Like, appreciate that. Like, trying to say something for the camera. Like, I truly <laughs> believe that. He going to get off camera. Man, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I appreciate that. Yeah, um, so, I, I would just say keep doing what you're doing. Um yeah, you guys are on TikTok and everything too. Yeah, we got we got to do something together. We got still some of your fans, some of your TikTokers. Yeah, I got <laughs> not I got. some of your TikTokers. <laughs> Maybe you could do a magic trick and we'll be in the back doing the dance. <laughs> 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 but okay, so we appreciate you coming on. The next, we want to have more guests. So who's somebody that you would like to see on the show? Like somebody I know. Yeah. So uh, anybody, you do, somebody, somebody you know, don't know, somebody you think that'll come and actually give us a, a great episode. Who you think? Go ahead. I Go ahead. Cal Hayes. Cal Hayes. Okay, You said Cal Hayes, well, you gotta help us get Cal Hayes on the show then. Oh, it's easy. I can call him right now. All right. <laughs> well, that's episode ten. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Okay, my bad. George, you gotta give them your socials so they can follow you on social media. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, GS Magic on Instagram, GS Magic three one three, Twitter and TikTok. I'm gonna try and get GS Magic for those, but GS Magic three one three, Twitter and TikTok, George Stanton Magic Facebook, YouTube, GeorgeStantonMagic.com, my website. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, that's everything, right? Okay, period. I'll put it in the uh, YouTube uh, description, too. Oh, period. yeah. yeah. Can we do one more? What? Magic trick. Another one magic trick? Go for the clothes. One more. All right, we one got more. some time. What's one more, one more, one more. You got something for us? Come on, George. Give us a little song. Give us a little razzle-dazzle to close out. You said some razzle-dazzle. Some razzle-dazzle. Make Lizzie float, because I think I okay. feel like I saw you do that before. You made somebody float, right? I did not make any. <laughs> uh, George, was, you supposed to say yeah. <laughs> that, that, was, that was probably me. You, I forgot that I'll be doing magic. When y'all was practicing in his room, right? No, I made somebody flow. He doesn't oh, know how to do that Oh, yet. okay. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Uh, do you want to do this or Tamaya? Go ahead, Tia. Yes. So this is the same deck that we were using, but make sure that they are still different. Okay. Look okay? Mm. They look okay? Mm. So... Are you right-handed or left-handed? Right. Right? So, Tamaya, do me a favor. Can you take the deck? And can you cut a portion from the top into my hand? Here we go. However much you want. You can put the rest on top. You said you're right-handed. You're going to reach in with your right hand, and can you grab a group of, we'll say, five cards all at the same time, like a little poker hand from wherever you want? That's one, two, three, four. I don't like five. you giving me my card, but okay. Okay, I think you got six, but that's okay. So hold them up to your face so only you can see them. Oh, uh, shoot. Yeah, good. And up close so I can't see anything good. And if you don't like that group, because I know you've just felt as though I gave you a card, you can mm -hmm. change. But it's up to you. Mm. Do you want to switch the whole group or do you want to? I switch this one. I don't like little cards here. I'm, okay, I'm, so I'm she wants to take the. Okay. Uh -huh. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. And if you want to change that group, you can. It's cool. Okay. Can you focus on any one of those cards in your hand? <laughs> Just focus on one. Um, uh, I got four eyes, so I'm going to just look at two of them. Okay. <laughs> Do you have one in mind? Yeah. You agree? I don't know. Mm, you probably shouldn't. You agree Lizzie doesn't know? No. But you do have one in mind. Yeah. Can you take it and can you maybe put it behind your back? You can put all of them behind your back. Yeah. And like mix them behind your back if you can. <laughs> Great. Um, and can you repeat after me? Ace two three. Ace two three. Four five six. Four five six. Seven eight nine ten. Seven eight nine ten. Jack Queen King. Jack Queen King. Can you hold them up to your face so only you can see them. You're gonna focus on the card that you've been focused on and repeat after me. Clubs, hearts, spades, diamonds. Clubs, hearts, spades, diamonds. One more time. Clubs, hearts, spades, diamonds. Clubs, hearts, spades, diamonds. Is this a red card you have in mind? Yes. Yeah. Do me a favor. Get rid of the six of spades. Put it face up in my hand. That's not the card you have in mind. Wait, wait say it again. Get rid of the six of spades. You can put it face up in my hand. That's Whatever. not the card you have in mind. Good. Five of spades. Drop it. That's not it either. Good. Uh, King of clubs. Get rid of it. Put it face up in my hand. That's not it either. Which should leave two cards in your hand. Yes? Yes. One of them you are focused on. Yes? Yes. The one you're focused on. This is not a face card. No. This is a number. This is a value. Yes. Yeah. Get rid of the jack of hearts. That's not it either. Which leaves one card in your hand. Yes? Yes. This is the card you've been focused on? Yes. Can you show the camera the nine of hearts your card? Oh, hell no. Nah. George! George! So, that was a great trick, but I did whisper. I did whisper. You I did. Wow. Okay, George. Period. The mask uh, game. You saw me at first. Well, thank you, George. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Great work. Keep it up. Keep it up. Period. Thank you, guys. That's the episode. Episode 10.
We did it. Peace out. We oh, can it. I say something? What's oh, up? Uh, this is something that's super, super important to me that I always make a point to say in every podcast that I do. Um, my thing, my my mantra, as you can call it, is uh, magic unites everybody. Have you ever seen me? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Meant. So yeah. in 2019, um, that was summer of 2019 was the summer that I really, really started to get into street magic. And so what I would do after I perform for people is I'd, take a group picture with them and I'd have them hold up, you know, my business card just stuff like, you know, for memories. And, you know, so I think by the end of the summer, you know, I was looking through all the pictures that had been taken and, you know, I was seeing, you know, people of all different walks of life, you know, people of different ages and races and religions and sexualities and genders. And I started to realize like, wow, like this is the beautiful thing about magic. Like there is, absolutely no barrier or yeah. no divide when it comes to magic and so i was like all right i want to make this like a, a photo series which i call the photo series magic unites everybody but since then it's become like you know my mantra you know i got a logo made for it that juan did yeah. well, as a matter of fact i got it tattooed yeah in um and you know i have it on my merch and you know on the back of this head and you know, everything um and so that's a, uh, the thing that I value most about performing that I, I really, really, really enjoy is being able to interact with so many diverse groups of people through magic. And like my favorite thing is like when I'm doing street magic and I'm performing for a group of people and then another group of people that don't know them will come yeah. and watch. And now you've got these two people that don't even know each other interacting. And so I always like to make a point of bringing that up. Um, if you search hashtag Magic Unites Everybody on Instagram, all my posts will come up. And that's Period. You can also Beautiful. Keep so. doing your shit, George. Yeah. I, and since he said that, I feel like we should make a tradition that everybody ended by saying our mantra. So, George, take it away. What's the slogan? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> should I say it like her? Yeah. Oh, my God. Exactly. <laughs> Just watch the damn podcast. <laughs> That's the episode. Thank you. Thank (laughs) y'all. Just watch the damn podcast.